0: connected so uh we apologize if you're seeing the notification for the second time and um but thank you for uh for tuning in and staying with us as we're going to repeat most of the things that we did in our first video which has been pulled down also welcome to those on youtube which will get who now get a better version of of the show since uh, we won't have the interruptions of um I, I i i think we lost the stream no we're back up Yep. So, um, so, Mike, a um, lot of things to talk about, and we only got an hour to do it in, Mike. So uh, we're going to be going and talking the NASCAR corner, uh, giving you the results of Talladega and our predictions for the Roval, as well as uh, some NFL predictions. Mike, what else are we going to be talking about? We
1: have uh, to wrap up the Cubs season and other MLB talk, as well as NFL and NHL predictions. And uh, as always, we got to hit that mass Singer recap. All that and more, but let's roll the intro! Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. Okay, we're back. Uh... for those watching on on uh, trying to watch us live, we apologize. Our I don't know what's going on, um, and I gotta I'll figure it out later. But uh, something with Open uh, OBS is uh, having issues, so we are recording it on, on live. So we'll get it on YouTube later, and then we'll put the YouTube link up uh, in the show in, on the show page, so you don't you can watch the whole thing if you'd like. Um, but back to other things rich uh this week uh we had a poll question in that poll question we had uh welcome to the jungle verse seven nation army rich how did you vote
0: i went with seven nation army i really like that opening guitar riff and uh the fan the fans get into that for the teams that use that as kind of like a uh as an intro song to get the team onto the field. Mike, how did you vote?
1: I, I too, went with Seven Nation Army, mostly because I don't like hair metal, and Welcome to the Jungle is, like, the epitome of hair metal. Uh, I love metal, don't get me wrong, but I don't like hair metal. So, um, went with Seven, uh, Seven Nation Army, and uh, you know what? So did our fans. 66% of the votes, that's 5-2, to two, uh, voted for Seven Nation Army. I'm sorry, it's 4-2 because 5 was when I had to vote for vote on behalf of the show. Uh, then I take okay. that out. So it's 5-2. to two.
0: Sorry, 5-2. 5-2. Two. Two. Yep. All right. So this week, we'll get the poll up after we get done recording. It will be Queens, We Will Rock You, followed by Understruck.
1: Man, this one's a hard one for me because I love both of these bands. It's going to be a rough one. I don't know how I'm going to vote just yet. We'll let you know next week. Rich, do you see what's coming up? Mike, is it a left turn? Yes, it is. But after
0: that, oh, it could be a left turn, but it could be a right turn as well. Because Mike, we're going to be going into the NASCAR corner presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois. If you're in town, or you can find them on eBay as well. Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. That's right. Mike, how did our picks for the Yellowwood 500 go?
1: Yeah. So. The Yellowwood 500 in Talladega. Rich, you had a near-perfect weekend as Ryan Blaney couldn't hold off Chase Elliott as Chase Elliott takes the win, but Ryan Blaney gets second, and Michael McDowell finished third.
0: Yeah. Bro, you were, like, near-perfect. I know. I was on point for for Talladega, which is weird because that's such a hard race to predict. I mean— As Mike— yeah christopher drivers... bell and
1: kyle bush doing 17 and 20th by the way 20th for kyle bush when we pick him is actually really good <laughs> i take that as a it's, win he, it didn't, is. he didn't end up in the bottom four
0: yeah especially at the way his playoff races have been going. i know his toyotas just have not been performing well at all and i don't think it's all on the driver
1: yeah i don't think so either okay this week rich we are heading out to charlotte for the Bank of America Charlotte Roval 400. This race is considered a road course because they took a a oval track, added some added the infield in it and ended up adding some twists and turns. Rich, you have the honors. Who are you picking?
0: You know Mike, um I'm going to go with AJ Allmendinger as my non-playoff driver and because it's my wife's birthday weekend i'm gonna pick her favorite driver um at least her favorite driver this year and go with ross chastain
1: i like ross chastain i am picking chase elliott and austin dillon two guys who have proven that they are really good at the roval race so that's why we're gonna pick them uh why i'm gonna pick them rich we uh we we will give you guys a standings update next week as they eliminate. They go from twelve to eight this week. We'll tell you who made the cut and who didn't. Uh, check check that race out tomorrow or is that tonight?
0: No, it's it's a Sunday. It's a Sunday afternoon race. Okay. So you can check that out. Find it on NBC on the main network. Ooh. Um. So, yeah, you can uh, watch the race and then roll right into Sunday night football.
1: Um, okay. Uh, and then uh, big news this week for A.J. Allman You You picked him as your driver. Give us the big news so that uh, we all know why he is excited.
0: You know, uh, because Collick Racing, the team that he's been racing on the in the Cup Series with on a part-time basis, mostly on the road courses, has promoted him and he's going to drive full time next year. So when he wins a road course race he will be eligible for the playoffs. Yeah, that's next year. That is
1: big news for him. Uh really excited to see him back in a cup car for uh for the whole season next year. Um and you know what? Look for that team to make big strides forwards. As stability in who's sitting in that car really does help your team do better. Uh, it it the pit crew starts to be able to say okay we know how he's going to come into the pits we know how he's going to want the car set up you can set the car up better every week and you can you can also keep the car get the car in and out of the pits a lot quicker because your team knows what to expect from their driver look for that team to to have a good year next year uh really excited for AJ Allmendinger
0: rich yeah and also a uh uh almond digger won't have to do double duty on race weekends being uh racing in the xfinity series race on the saturday and then turning around and getting into the cup car for the sunday race yep
1: so i mean it's really exciting to see that so rich this has been the nascar corner presented as always by triple i sports guards incorporated Check them out for all your sports memorabilia needs on 5th Avenue in Moline, if you're in town, or on their eBay store. Once again, that's Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. Let's head over to the gridiron, Rich, as week four, we have lots to talk about. Uh, We talked last week about the Tua situation, um, and that actually had some bearing on the Thursday night game, which we'll get to in just a moment but first rich you picked the cowboys over the commanders leaving you undefeated still as the cowboys won 25 to 10 man is it just me or do those commanders look worse than than anybody predicted that they would be
0: i think so i mean i thought i mean they they had a great game against the in week one against the um against the jaguars and then it's all it's all been downhill downhill from there and I it almost seems like Carson Wentz could be could be on the move again or he's going to have another coaching staff because Ron Rivera may not have a job by the end of the year if this team doesn't improve
1: that is terrible Ron Rivera deserves much more than he gets in a lot of places Um, and, and it's sad to see It's sad to see what's what's happening there. So, okay, Um, Rich, how did I do in our uh, in
0: our locks of the week? Well, Mike, you picked the Packers over the Patriots, which I thought was the really the only true lock of the week. And they they pulled it off. It wasn't a pretty win, but it was a win as they won 27 to 24 in overtime improving their mark to one in three. The Patriots went down to their third string quarterback in this game as they couldn't keep Brian Hoyer in the game as Billy Zappery had to step in for the Pats in that game. Yep. Um, you still got to win though. One and yep. three is your mark. So Mike, on the upset side, you picked the Panthers over the Cardinals mainly because you needed to see the Panthers Get back on a winning track since you picked them to make, get a wild card spot with the addition of Baker Mayfield, and it's not going to start this week, Mike. That it didn't start last week, Mike, as they lost 26 to 16 against the Cardinals. You're two and two with the upsets. How did mine do, Mike?
1: Rich, your upsets. Uh, you you picked the Ravens over the Bills, just barely. Did the Bills squeak it by 23 to 20? That puts you as well. At two and two on the season.
0: Rich, yeah, there was a little bit of, little bit of controversy at the end of that game as the Ravens and John Harbaugh elected to go for it on a critical fourth down, which could have given them the lead, which could have tied the game and sent it in the overtime. He went for the win. He went for the win, and it didn't work out for him.
1: Okay, so we're going to get. Oh, no, no,
0: I, I think. I think they wanted they wanted to get six or seven points on the board and not a field goal.
1: Yeah, we're going to get into that game quite a bit as it it really did affect my power rankings quite a bit. Um, You got to talk about the fact that the Ravens. How many how many points did they score in the uh, in in the second half, Rich?
0: Um,
1: I'm going to say zero. You're right. They scored exactly zero points in the second half.
0: Yeah, they, you ha- they, they had a 20, start-
1: they had a twenty to three lead going into halftime.
0: Yeah, it, it's turned. The Ravens are turning into a team that can't close.
1: They're turning into the Atlanta Falcons. We'll talk about that when we get to our power rankings. Uh, and and some of that on that, okay, Rich. The Bears played the Giants last week. We we both knew what was going to happen, even though the Giants are a garbage team. We we both knew what was going to happen because the Bears are worse. They they're gonna they lost the game. Uh, we both said they were going to lose. That puts us both at three and one on the year. The Bears, two and two. And looking to lose some more, I'm guessing we'll give you our predictions yeah. on that in just a minute. And then finally, yeah, the score on
0: that game, the score on the game was 20 to 12 in yeah. favor of the Giants. Yeah, it was. And my Thursday night football, I don't think I didn't bother watching the game. It doesn't look like, based off of the score, that I really missed anything. As the Colts won 12 to nine, 12 to nine in overtime.
1: By the way, so I'm the fact two that's, three. 12 like and two. The fact that they're twelve and nine,
0: and they win it, and it that's going into overtime. Oh, when the story of the game is that it's nine nine going in the overtime, and the Denver fans decide to leave the game.
1: Um, they are booing. That the, tells you something. The and
0: they're f- booing the team. The Denver fans are booing the
1: team. This, oh man, I mean, I guess, what do you expect from the guys that that? Make your make Walmart close,
0: yeah. This is both of these teams have really been surprising underachievers for me. Yeah, I thought that the cheap, the Colts were almost made the playoffs. Yep, and we thought that Matt Ryan was going to be an upgrade over Carson Wentz, and they had this exact same team returning, and it just wasn't working out and I mean the Broncos we thought that they would be better thinking that all right Russell Wilson gets out from underneath Pete Carroll maybe they can finally let him maybe they of an offense can be built around his talents instead of it starting the season letting him pass and play a little bit of hero ball and then pulling in the reins and telling him nope we're gonna run the ball and run the ball and do short or intermediate passes. Does
1: this make Pete Carroll look like a better co- coach?
0: You know what? My, I'm still kind of on the fence on what's going wrong in Denver. Okay, I don't know if it's Russ slowing down and proving the Seahawks were right to not give him the big, the big long-term contract and basically trade him off saying that, well, we, we think you're past your prime and we, we're trying to protect you from being exposed, or if this is a case where maybe the coaching staff of Nathaniel Hackett is starting to trying to fit a uh, a round pole, what what is it? Um, a round a peg. Round, ra- yeah, a round peg in a square hole. Yep. With trying to make Russell Wilson fit into their system instead of building an offensive game plan around your your skill your your quarterback skill set
1: i think there's a lot going wrong here but i actually don't think there's as much going wrong as the rest of the world is is leading on um the rest of the world right now is is saying the broncos are on fire and the colts are terror they're on fire in a bad way and the colts are terrible in a bad way and just blow them all up here's my thing russell wilson how long was russell wilson in seattle at least eight nine years was it i well, probably it might have been, year, been but, 10 oh yeah. i i was gonna i was gonna say 10 or more but yeah how long was matt ryan in atlanta
0: much longer than that
1: okay so you have two guys who are moving to new locations trying to figure out a brand new system you have one of the guys who's moving from a near sea level area with in seattle to a to the mile high city and trying to get his body back to conditions mm-hmm. where that's that those conditions are normal for him, and then you have a, the other guy who's moving from Atlanta to Indy. He's going from the dirty South to probably the most wholesome Midwest town in the NFL.
0: Yeah, I think that's a that's a fair assessment for comparing Indy and Atlanta
1: and so these guys they're they're in culture shock their systems are completely different than what they've seen ever give them some time this this week should be when we start to see these guys especially because they have the long week we're gonna start seeing these guys Start work, get the the coaches are going to start figuring out what they have to do for their guy for the to get their guys better, and the 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 guys hopefully should be able to start making bigger strides to being the quarterbacks we expect these guys to be.
0: At least are, I hope so. <laughs> these are both
1: guys that have had pretty close to Hall of Fame careers in their original cities. Like legitimately, they both had pretty close to Hall of Fame careers in their own individual cities and so um, that that's a hundred percent where we're what I think is happening um, Don't count either of these guys out yet uh, and let's see where it takes us. On that other note, um, we did have a, a player taken out of the game on Thursday night um, came off the field wobbly they were not letting him go back in i don't care if he if it if it was if they could prove that it was something other than it like it there was no concussion involved the way he went out i don't think the nfl could have let him back in if if they wanted to mm-hmm.
0: yeah i heard about that with uh Nathan Himes. Yeah. Um, getting knocked out on the first play of the game and the first uh, Colts offensive play of the game. Yeah,
1: this is the good, like, this is hopefully this is what you'll see with the new NFL, that they actually protect players, both from themselves and from each other. Um, So we'll see Um, that Tua situation still hasn't resolved itself as, as he Mm -hmm. wants to, I mean, he wants
0: to play this week. I don't think he that's the last thing I heard but they have confirmed that he's out and he did not travel with the team this week good 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 so the one thing that I did see this week was that a prominent trauma brain injury person is saying that Tua should sit out the rest of the season and refuse to play for the Dolphins again was that because of how, Chris, how they handled him was I, that I don't recall Chris I, I don't recall the name. I, I didn't click into the story. I just read the headline.
1: The problem is Tua believes Tua, Tua believes he could play today, and he'd be fine. So, I, yeah, I I don't know. It's it's one of those things where you're gonna have to see. Um, they they owe him a lot, and they he deserves better than what he got this week. Uh, their last week. And uh, I'm glad that the team finally is taking this seriously and not letting him play. Um, so there were two memes that I saw about it. Uh, one was uh, about... Uh, one was the one that I created that your, you and your wife both liked, I think, um, mm-hmm. that was taking uh, taking the Chris Rock slap from uh, Will Smith and... <laughs> And basically uh, saying that the Miami Dolphins said, get the word concussion out your mouth. (laughs) Because that's kind of what they were doing. Uh, And then the other one was, uh, remember, not another team movie. The head coach is like, can, can Bubba play?
0: Oh, Uh, yeah. He's in a coma coach.
1: Well, can he Can he play? I mean, he almost, he's almost dead. You're not answering my question. Can't
0: he play? <laughs> yeah, Billy Bob. I think it was Billy Bob. Whatever. I, yeah, Can Billy Bob play. But yeah, yeah. Not I mean, that's
1: G movie. that's what that's what Miami was doing to, to Tua, and we all saw it. We all know it. Um, ooh, I forgot to bring up, and Rich didn't know that I was doing this. Uh, we, are, I'm gonna bring back our Twitter page. I, I already have, okay. and in our Twitter page. Uh, I've already brought back, uh, I, I did a poll question. Okay. Um, and that poll question uh, was, um, uh, uh, which, which were better? The all-whites or the all-whites or the Bengals? Or the
0: all blacks of the commanders um, I, I got to go with the I, I kind of like right yeah it's got to be the Bengals white stripes
1: 100% of the vote 100% of the vote said the white stripes uh, the white Tigers uh, were better than the blackouts of the commanders I 100% agree. I actually voted that way as well. Uh, If you are wanting to participate in our Twitter polls, and these are going to be random. I'm going to make them more sports-related than our poll questions that are on Facebook, but these are going to be random uh, poll questions. And uh, they'll be sports-related, but not necessarily sports-centric. Like the color of a uniform, of two different uniforms, has nothing really to do with sports, but it's related to sports. So that's kind of what that's, ki- that's kind of what I'm looking for. Um, the the white stripes win five to zero. Uh, you have five five minutes left to vote on that poll question. So if you want to do that, okay. Um, let's get into week. That's to, that will wrap up our week four discussion. Let's get into week five, Rich. It is an odd week. You have honors on Odd Weeks. Who are you picking for your
0: lock of the week? Well, Mike, I'm, I'm going to go with the Packers over the Giants out in London. The Giants are going to be playing with their third-string quarterback. And really the only guy, they, I, in my opinion, that they have to worry about is Shaquan Barkley. Yeah, and...
1: I think if the, if the Packers just load up and, and defend against the run— you don't really have to worry about much else.
0: Yep. so I'll give give me the Packers out in London. That's Mike. Who who are you, who are you gonna take? Uh, I'm picking the Biller
1: the the the, the, the blah, 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 blah. let me try the, let me try that
0: again. I am picking the Bills
1: over the Steelers. As uh... I,
0: I, yeah, I I really like that pick too. I was going back and forth. That was one of the things that I originally penciled in. <coughs> as my lock of the week and then changed it yeah um because the Steelers are coming into this game saying well we're not the underdog but they, they are starting a rookie quarterback as Kenny Pickett's getting his first NFL start on the road against probably one of the better defenses in football this year
1: yeah I totally agree um okay uh Rich your upset special what do you want to go with
0: my upset special. I'm going to take Geno Smith and the Seahawks going down to uh, New Orleans and getting the win against the Saints.
1: You know, I th- um, the Saints are a terrible team. I think you're probably right. I think that's a wrong. That's wrong for that to really be an upset. I think that really should be a pick'em game. Um,
0: but we go off of the big distribution, Mike. And we the do time that I that I put it in. It was heavily favored, again, for the Saints.
1: I totally agree with you. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I think, personally, that should be closer to a pick em than it is a uh, uh, upset. But you did get it. You are correct. The way that the pick distribution says the Saints should win. But, man, that's a – okay. I am going to pick the Cincinnati Bengals uh, to upset the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens haven't been looking as good as we thought they would this year. Mm-hmm. They're not looking terrible, but they're not looking good.
0: So that's and the what... Bengals are getting back on track. Yeah,
1: yeah. Look for look for Joe Burrow to lead that team like a man and do what he needs to do. Okay, Rich, we get to pick two Bears games this week uh, as we have the Bears-Vikings tomorrow Is there even a question on
0: this one? Not for me, Mike. Vikings are going to get that W.
1: Man, I'm really bummed if it wasn't for this summer, I would be going to this game. And then I just found out my brother, my older brother is going to this game. Wow. I'm kind of bummed. So uh, look for the Vikings to win tomorrow. I'm cooking a brisket and having people over uh, so they can make fun of the Bears and how terrible they are. Um, It's not going to be pretty. Don't, if you're a Bears fan uh, and you're able to turn on the the race, turn on the CBS game, turn on anything but this game, it's going to be bad. Uh, I'm going to have Vikings fans over. So uh, we're going to have to watch the Vikings beat up on the Bears.
0: All right, Mike. And then for some reason, the NFL wanted to put the Bears on Thursday night football as the Commanders will be coming into Soldier Field to take on the Bears.
1: Okay, I already have this week's poll question for Twitter. <laughs> okay, what's that?
0: Which is a worse
1: Thursday night game? Colts, Broncos? Bears, Commanders?
0: All right. So, Mike, I, I'm really not sure what to think of this game. The Commanders <laughs> the Commanders can't get a win. But, but look hang like... on. If the first week commanders show up, they're going to destroy the Bears. But if any other commanders... commanders, yeah, but but if weeks three and four commanders show up, it could be anybody's game. Yeah. It's... And for that reason, I'm going to stick with my preseason pick of this is a week where the Bears get a win.
1: Uh, I'm going to flip on it. I, I think the commanders actually have a better team if they do what they're supposed to. Uh, hopefully mm-hmm. they will. Uh, hopefully their team will be better, and we'll see them do better, and we don't have to worry about it. Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be the Commanders. It could be a Bears win though. I I almost put pick them because I, I I really don't know how to pick on this
0: game. So I, I don't either. Okay, Rich. All right, Mike. Let's let's go over to our power rankings. Yeah. So. Um, where where are we at on the timestamp?
1: Um, we're at twenty eight minutes. We got plenty of time, because the okay. the Just last few sure. things are going to go pretty quick. Or they should. All
0: right, Mike, let us go with maybe the. the, the I, I have no idea how our how our how our how our positions uh, compare to each other. So I'm I do. I think for I think I'm I'm preparing for a. You have them this high. Um, I sort of actually weeks, think you're going to be amazed sort of
1: at how close we are. I think you're really going to be amazed at how close we are. So, okay, because I,
0: I, I, this year I'm trying to refrain, uh, refrain myself from looking at your rankings. Okay. So I, I am literally getting surprised by how you're ranking them. Okay. On on air, so, so Mike. I guess we'll start with the top 10. Um, For my number one team, I put the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: You know, Rich, I'm right there with you. Um, And and it's not not the Chiefs that put themselves there. And I'll explain that when I get to my number two.
0: All right. My number two team, I stuck with the Buffalo Bills.
1: I agree. And this is – so everybody's like – so you put the Bills in number two. How did the Bills make the Chiefs number one? The way they came, the way that they dug themselves into as big of a hole as they did, mm-hmm. I can't say that they're that much that that great. I really yeah. do think that 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 first half, like legitimately. So, Rich, and I, this week I I can honestly say that I did this. Uh, I, my goal is every week. Monday, Tuesday, sometimes if I have to bleed into Wednesday, I go through and watch the highlights from all the games I didn't watch. Mm-hmm. So so I watched highlights. That's basically all I did. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, and uh, Tuesday morning, I was watching the Bills-Ravens uh, game. And i had the ravens or i left at, when while they were going into the halftime and it was 20 to three and i was like oh well good job ravens i'm surprised they beat them but good job you beat the bills you guys that that was a good good pick uh, that they, they could have done that upset i think you picked like i'm like that's and then i i get to work and i'm Uh, listening to Dan Patrick, and they're talking about how the Bills pulled the upset. And I'm like, wait, what? And then I look it up, and oh, my goodness, the fact that they came back, like the fact that they were down that bad and they looked as bad as they did in the first half, I couldn't put them at number one. So I have uh, the – so just so you know, the ELO, which is uh, a slightly more scientific way than you and I do it. You and I use our eye test and things like that. Uh, The Elo just takes a mathematical formula and figures out where the where each team should be ranked. They do have the Bills ranked at number one and the Kansas City Chiefs ranked at number
0: two. All right, Mike. So who did you put in the third spot? I put the Philadelphia
1: Eagles. It hurts me to say that, but when you are the last undefeated team, even in Week Four, man, I I got to give you some props.
0: I I put the Eagles there too and probably the main reason why I don't have them above the Chiefs and the Bills it's because their victory of who they've beaten they've really only beaten one probably team that's at least through the preseason was maybe predicted to make a playoff run which was the Vikings their other wins was a shootout with the Lions and then beating up on the Commanders and the Jags so I'm, I'm not quite ready to move them move them up past the Bills and the and the Chiefs just get. Their
1: Jags win, um, their Jags win is actually helping them for me, and I'll explain it uh, when we get to the Jags and an article that I sent you. So, gotcha.
0: Yeah, you're... Am I checking? Gotcha.
1: Okay. Week four, or team number four, Rich, who do you have?
0: I put the Green Bay Packers here.
1: Okay. Um, you know, I did too. Um they're a solid team. They're playing they're playing well enough. But again, they're just playing well enough to win. They're not they're not showing us that they are this elite team just yet. But they have Aaron right. Rodgers. Number 5. They do. I have the Minnesota Vikings.
0: All right. Um this is probably where I put a team way too high, but the initial my initial my gut feeling was that I still believe in this team, even if they can't close out games. And this is where I put the Baltimore Ravens. Man.
1: We'll t- I'll give you my opinions on that in a second. So, yeah. so what is winning for the Baltimore
0: Ravens for you? I, I, I really didn't put too much thought into why okay. I put them there. Okay. Mostly because I mean, I, I look at the teams that I have below them and it's like, I think the Baltimore Ravens are a better team. On paper, even if they're at least if they're the games that they've lost, the Dolphins and the Bills are at least losses to good teams, or at least in the case of the Dolphins, a team that was good and hot at the time. Yeah, not now. Maybe not now. Maybe see what Teddy Bridgewater can do, can do being the full time starter and getting a week of preparation and work with the starters. Yep. Um, so maybe, by all means, Baltimore probably will be lower next week. So who did you put at number five? You said I said the I said the Vikings. The Vikings, okay. I don't have the Vikings ranked too much further down than you. Uh, in the number six spot, I put the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Um, okay. Uh in the number six spot, I this is where I put the Miami Dolphins. I, yes, okay. Tua is injured. Yes, it's a bad look. Um, but man, they're playing. They're playing scrappy and they're playing well. Like even even with backups, they're playing well. It, it looks like a well-coached team. Whether or not the coach is making good decisions when it comes to his players' health, that's a completely different scenario.
0: It is. All right. So number seven is where I put the Vikings. Okay, and that's
1: not bad. Uh, number seven is actually where I put the Baltimore Ravens. So we just flipped our fives and are uh, five and six uh, or five and seven. Um, the Baltimore Ravens, they, they are turning into the Atlanta Falcons, a team that looks really good, but just can't finish anything. And I think they will, depending on how this week goes, they could drop out of my top 10. Again, it's hard to say who's going to replace them, but there's teams like the Titans and the Chargers I, there's a team that you have in the top 10 that I don't think I think could replace the Ravens in the top 10. Uh, and we'll get there when you got, when you get to it. So um, Rich, my number eight spot is a Cincinnati or is the Dallas Cowboys. This is where I have the
0: D- Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Number eight. Um, I put the Bengals at number eight. Okay. They're they're, they're coming around. Yeah. They're coming I... around and that, they're, they're starting to play like we thought they would yep and in the defending AFC champs
1: and you know what I I am right there with you
0: but I have them at number nine just just one spot lower that's it okay number nine is where I put the Miami Dolphins okay I want to see what this team can do with Teddy Bridgewater um
1: I am gonna shock you with my number 10 this is probably gonna okay. be the biggest shock uh you've had in a while with my top 10. The Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: All right. I don't. I, I think I had Jacksonville up a little higher. I know I moved them down in this week's rankings as I have the Jaguars at 13. I went with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 10. They're starting to get healthy. They've, they've lost to some. They, they've had some. Their losses are to good teams in the Chiefs and the Packers. And their losses have come when they've had offensive weapons around tom brady out for suspensions or injuries so i think that team's starting to get healthy and the schedule's starting to let up so i think tom brady's going to get this team back on track you know what and, and i'm uh, okay
1: with that and and i don't mind that i actually i have so uh that team i have actually at 13th um, okay
0: so we basically swapped where we have the jaguars and the buccaneers right
1: yeah um i they haven't proven anything to me yet. And I know like okay. there are teams that, that I have in the top 10 that don't look like they've proven much either. But, um, yeah. So, Rich, I do have to bring up, we both have a team out of the top 10 that has only lost one game. Is that the New York football Giants? It is. They are a garbage team that seems to be winning, and it's weird. By the way, there is one other team that has a the, eh, no. Never mind. They don't have a good record. Never mind. The the yeah, gi- but... the Giants are, but they're but they they're winning against terrible teams.
0: Well, yeah, I mean they they played a close game against the Titans, but yep. their other wins. Are the Panthers and the Bears, who I both have in my bottom five? Yeah, we so need I think to get that they're to the... three and one. Yep. Due to their schedule, not because they're a winning football team. So mm. I have them at number nineteen. Okay, and I don't. I, that doesn't bother me at all.
1: Um, I think that's. I think that's pretty pretty accurate. Um, I have them at number seventeen. Mostly because that far off. Mostly because their record is better than a lot of teams. I mean, okay. I. I have them better than the Broncos. I have them better than the one that I, I question is I do have them better than the Arizona Cardinals.
0: I, I don't have them quite there. The Cardinals I don't think look the, good though. Yeah. I, I don't have them above those teams. Um, because I think maybe unfairly, I, I know mostly I try, I'm try I'm really trying really hard this year to do my power rankings off of what have you done for me lately? Okay. Instead of looking ahead, the this is a bad team that's beating up on worse teams. So that's technically, the then, why they're three and one? Then technically, so why
1: then New York should be for you higher? You're yeah. saying what have you done for me lately? Well, the, the Giants are winning.
0: Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not giving them those props. They don't deserve it,
1: and it's okay. They don't deserve it. Let's go to our bottom five, and then there's, well, let's hit up um, the only NFC North team that we don't, neither one of us has in our top ten or our bottom five. Where do you have the Detroit Lions? I put the Detroit Lions at 21. Put them at 20. Okay. So, good on it. I'm I'm happy with that. Okay, let's start at the bottom. The worst team in the league, and it's not even close right now.
0: The Houston
1: Texans.
0: Yep, I I agree. I don't think this terrible season is gonna cost Lovey Smith his job. Most time, I think there would just be too much of a media backlash if they went and fired the guy who a lot of people are saying got the job by default. <laughs> So I, I don't think – I. I Lovey is just going to be the guy that's going to take all the losses yeah, until he, they start getting better. He's
1: – yeah, he's a better coach than what he's getting credit for. He deserves much more. Uh, I still mm-hmm. don't understand why the Bears let him go. He was one of our best coaches by the numbers. Uh, he just was given terrible teams. Um, I – I would really love to see what Lovey Smith would be doing with the Chicago Bears right now, as I think he was at least better than Matt Nagy.
0: Yeah, I can give you that. Uh, number thirty-one, Mike. I put the Carolina Panthers. So,
1: uh, my thirty-one is the Washington Commanders. I think.
0: Man, all right.
1: I, I I don't know what they're doing, and I don't know why they're doing what they're doing. They. They're up and down, and they're hot, they're mm-hmm. cold. Nobody knows what team is showing up and and what that's going to look like. I, yeah, that's why I have them at 31. Number 30, this is where I have the Chicago Bears.
0: All right. I put the Commanders at 30. Okay. And I have the Bears at 29.
1: Yeah. Again, no no real big arguments there. Uh, I have the New England Patriots at 29.
0: Yeah. I don't think they've ever been that low. I have never our, had our them rankings at... or no, power rankings are probably anybody's power ranking. for that matter. Um, yeah, so I put the Bears at 29. Where did you go with number 28, Mike? Uh
1: I went with the New Orleans Saints.
0: I have the the Aints as well. Yeah.
1: Um by the way, I have the Carolina Panthers at 27. So you you had a, I just wanted to cover where you had the okay. Where you had the Panthers, but
0: yeah, yeah, I—that's where I put the Steelers because they seem to—they're—they're they're not putting points on the board, and yeah, their their one win was a was when Joe Burrow just couldn't not couldn't hang on to the football, yeah, and I put the Patriots at number twenty-six.
1: Okay, um, you know what I—the hard part is the bottom ten. I would even argue the bottom ten none of those teams are good Mm -mm. and by the way and we have teams in the bottom 10 including the seattle seahawks a team that we all thought that five years ago if you would have said they were in the bottom 10 you would have been looked at like you're an idiot
0: they're they're garbage especially or going into the preseason i think i think seattle is doing better than anybody thought they would playing geno smith as their starting quarterback but like it or not he's putting up better numbers than russell wilson
1: yeah and then um it's also in the in the bottom 10 the las vegas raiders we knew they were bad did we know they were that bad
0: the vegas raiders for me are almost a team where i was surprised they're this they're that they're doing this bad they they were a playoff team. They were a playoff team last year, and you thought going into the off season that we even said it on this show, any of those four teams could have won the West, yeah. and the Vikings, the uh, Raiders just can't get on track.
1: Yeah, the Steelers. We both have the Steelers in the bottom ten. Yep. So, so here's my question: When was the last time we had the Steelers and the Patriots? and the new orleans saints all in the bottom 10. by the way we have them in the bottom
0: eight yeah i don't think it ever has been there mike i, this I don't is, think it ever has this is
1: this is some upside down stuff going on when it comes to uh football uh there are teams that are terrible that we've never seen be this bad in years don't get me wrong uh before bill parcells came to new england they were kind of a joke
0: well it was basically before bill parcells bill parcells had him playing good football i that's what i said before bill parcells okay i i heard belichick i'm sorry. nope
1: nope i said I'm, I'm if i said belichick i do apologize i meant bill parcells before bill mm-hmm. parcells this team was a joke but guess what with bill belichick they're back to being a joke yeah. Okay. Um Rich, any other teams that you want to hit on uh before we head over to um,
0: I, I really don't think so. I mean there's I have one. Okay, go ahead.
1: The Los Angeles Rams.
0: The Los Angeles
1: Rams. You have them at twelve, I have them at fifteen.
0: It the... just goes to show. It just goes to show how much an offensive line matters. Yeah, yeah. Because right now, I mean, I haven't watched too many Rams games, but what I'm hearing is that if Cooper Cup isn't open, Matthew Stafford just seems to not know what to do with the ball right now. Yeah, it's
1: it's been kind of terrible. Um, by the way, the other one uh, that I want to bring up and want to talk about the Indianapolis Colts. Um, yeah, we are seeing, and, I, and I'm going to say it, we are seeing the reason why Andrew Luck retired three years ago. Yeah, they don't they just have can't protect the quarterback. If if you were if if Tom Brady was getting hit half as much as Matt Ryan, he would have retired five years ago. it's this is ridiculous look for matt ryan to retire at the end of the year just because of the way he's being treated like the way he's just getting his butt pummeled okay um let's any more power rankings discussions you want
0: um i don't think so mike i closed um, it out so i
1: can't look at it anymore
0: okay so mike let's go ahead and go to the grid go to the baseball diamond real quick okay uh the cubs Closed out the regular season with a three and two record. Yeah. Um, closing out the season seventy four and eighty eight. So they didn't go into the ninety losses for the season. That is a surprise. And yeah. With the with the way they were playing. That really is a surprise for me as well.
1: I actually take this season as a better season than I thought it was gonna be. Now I ain't saying much. Because I thought they were a dumpster fire it just turns out they're just a smoldering dumpster not a full dumpster fire
0: yeah and at least the second half maybe showed that there, there's some promise yeah for, for next season yeah we we have uh, quite a bit of javier potential said. coming in yeah javier ased yeah did well down the down the stretch uh, doing uh Plugging him into the rotation, Hayden Wisnowski and uh, Adrian Simpson look like they they could get some good uh, could, could get a serious look and be in rotation pieces next year. Um, for me, I, I I mean everybody is saying that is this the offseason that the Cubs are going to spend and get get somebody the to, to plug in there for the next team? And I don't think it's that time yet. No, it is time
1: for us to cup ties with jason hayward um yeah so long and thanks for all the fish i got nothing great to see him. it was yeah, a I, reference I... to hitchhiker's guide to the
0: galaxy sorry okay okay well yeah i mean yeah i mean he, he got a good farewell that yeah like, he got a good farewell it being I mean, I think even on this show, he kind of got a bad rap, but at least he wasn't set in his ways of saying, "All right, I'm not going to do it." He was trying to improve. Yeah, and, he was, and working at it to be a better hitter, and it just didn't work.
1: Yeah, and and the other side of that is, um, I think did he? How many years did he get a gold glove? Wow, he-, he gotten two or three. And and he had a few, his entire career in the Cubs, his outfield mm-hmm. abilities. I, I'm not, I'm never going to say that his outfield abilities competent, were, were on par with his compensation. But he at least was better than I, like he did quite well and I was happy with it. So um, that bat is what we were paying for. We didn't get it. But at the same time what he did in the field and what he brought as a leader in the in the clubhouse he did great things and so i'm okay with that
0: all right but we're but we're not sad to see him go nope okay all right um rich our playoff predictions
1: um at the beginning of a season um and and we'll actually break this down a little bit better next year next week um basically you and i got one you got four right in the national league i got three right in the american league um i'm sorry we're just at like the 51 minute mark so i'm trying yeah. to go a little we'll, we'll we'll have a little bit more time next week uh and be so less up mean, against a hard deadline yeah
0: yeah, so I mean, throughout the throughout the season and even last week, I think we looked at how our postseason predictions were doing. So let, let's just close the chapter in this and maybe give an updated World Series prediction since the playoffs have started. So, Mike, the beginning of the year, you said it would be the Dodgers over the Rays. The Rays are currently in a wild card matchup and they are facing elimination today against the Guardians in Cleveland. So.
1: I said the Braves. Are, are you going to
0: stick with it? Are, are you going to stick with the for your World Series?
1: Yeah, I'll do it.
0: Dodgers over the Rays.
1: Yeah, I, Braves. I don't have the Rays. Oh, wait. You can't have the Braves. Oh, the Braves oh, and the Dodgers oh. are in the same league. Oh, okay. You're you're talking World Series. I thought you were talking World NLCS. World uh,
0: Yeah, no, no, I'm okay with that. We're just it. looking at the World Series. I'm okay
1: with that. I think the, the Rays will
0: pull it off. Let's go Let's go, Tampa Bay. All right, Mike, my World Series pick was the Toronto Blue Jays over the L.A. Dodgers. I'm going to have to change that one as I don't I don't know if the Jays can get hot and make it all the way. So I'm going to flip and I'm, I'm going to give the World Series to the Dodgers as well. Okay. And because I don't necessarily want to see the Astros in the World Series again, not because I hate the Astros like you do. I just want to see somebody different. I'm going to say they're going to beat the New York Yankees.
1: Yeah. The asterisks are probably going to be in the in the World Series, let's be honest. But I'm going to stick with my, my prediction. So, okay. Um, let's move on from that because we got we still got lots of shows left to do. Um, there are five openings in the major leagues. I think there will probably be at least one more uh, with the, the first round of playoffs uh, concluding. There, there occasionally is one more coming out of that. Uh, the Marlins, the White Sox and the Rangers are all available. Rich who are the last two teams that have availabilities the, as their manager positions?
0: Uh, the Phillies and the Royals. Yeah. And the Angels were open, but they decided to retain Phil Nevin and they and they gave him a one-year contract. okay to remain the skipper as you had uh, this week from show to show you had Tony LaRusa retiring due to health reasons. And the Royals letting again. go of Matt Matheny. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Ruzzo retiring again. Right. Last time it was age, this time it's health. So uh, Matt Matheny was let go by the Royals. Okay, Rich. Um, anything else in Major
1: League Baseball that you want to talk about this week, or should we put it all off till next week?
0: Let's go ahead and put it off till next week. Okay. Talk about the postseason.
1: Rich, we have to give these predictions real quick. Who do you have in the NHL? who do you have in the atlantic
0: oh man my really bad nascar um nhl pick i'm gonna go with the florida panthers
1: okay not a bad pick they they are they were the top team in the in the division last year i went with the uh the the tampa bay lightning uh metropolitan the hurricanes
0: i agree uh central the avalanche and pacific um are, are you also going with the Avalanche? I am. Okay. Uh for the Pacific, I'm gonna go with the Edmonton Oilers.
1: I, I like that pick. That's a really good one. I'm actually gonna pick the Calgary Flames. We will give you our Stanley Cup predictions next week, as it's only one week into the season. Okay, Rich. Uh spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We are gonna talk about the Mass Singer, Rich, and I do this every week in the season. When we have time, hopefully we'll be able to get time back uh, and and get back on track. Next week, we will be less up against a hard deadline. So so last week, we didn't cover the show, uh, but who left last week, Rich?
0: Oh, uh, this past week, it was Damon James, Damon John, from uh, Shark Tank fame, who was the fortune teller. And... We also had the Brady Bunch kids. Yeah, coming we would, in as the mummies. Yeah, um, and the week before we had—I know it was uh, Chris Christopherson getting unmasked as. Oh yeah, Chris Christofferson getting unmasked as the the flamingo. That no, yeah. wasn't a flamingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hummingbird. The hummingbird. Hummingbird. Um, the. Jackal the uh the pie rat was Jeff Dunham yeah and I Jeff called that Dunham, by the way right away in? I called
1: it right away
0: yeah same here I thought it was Jeff Dunham as well before he even finished his performance oh
1: my I said it before he I said it in the uh, in the clue package and I was like what and okay. I said it's Jeff Dunham 100 percent it's Jeff Dunham so
0: and uh because we really haven't discussed it much you had um, I don't know. I remember who the second celebrity was that got unmasked. Oh, um, Montel Jordan. Yeah, Montel Jordan. Montel Jordan was
1: it, awesome. I love Montel Jordan. So he his, was. His one of his biggest hits came out when I was in junior high, and our dance we had dance in junior high uh, at Washington Junior High in Rock Island, and his uh, this is how we do it. We did every dance we learned. It didn't matter if we were learning the two step. Uh, line dance, or if we were learning waltz, or if we were learning everything, everything was to this is how we do it. It's Friday night, yeah. Every and then, um,
0: everything, and it we didn't awesome. really discuss it. This is a, really our first mass mass singer talk. And then three weeks ago, you saw Eric uh, Idle, William Shatner. You saw Eric Idle and William Shatner get yeah. uh, get unmasked. Um, so, are you liking this format? Not at of, all. Not at not all. Not liking the format at all. Nope. Here's the problem.
1: I like. First of all, the harp has had to go every week and face elimination every week. Now, granted, she's been by far and away the best, um, but we don't get to see each of the per, each of these people that are getting eliminated every week. We only get one clue package with each of them. We're not getting a good uh, understanding; like we don't get any real great clues other than the first
0: ones we get. It's kind of rough. But most of the time with these celebrities, for for me, at least on every single episode this one this this season, there's always been a, like a dead giveaway by the time that they before the unmasking is like it's him i already know it. yep forget about it wouldn't need additional clues anyway the brady bunch we knew like midway through the clue package it, it's the brady bunch boys i it's the brady bunch boys i was split and... between
1: two things on the brady bunch one i actually thought it could have been
0: um, the home improvement boys i was between... I, I did like i did like that guess as the home improvement boys but the
1: problem that i had with it the reason i knew that that one wasn't correct was the height difference between Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Brad what's his face? The yeah the oldest son the which oldest was brother. Actually was younger big than difference. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. But other than that, I yeah. I I thought the Brady Bunch, but I wasn't hundred percent sure. So
0: Yeah, but if anything this is giving maybe celebrities that have maybe wanted to do the show or people that you think would be good candidates to come on the show it's allowing those people to get onto the show and maybe not have to commit to doing multiple episodes.
1: Yeah, the problem is is that they shoot all of the episodes. Uh, I think they shoot them all within like two weeks. So it's not mm. that big of a deal. Uh, but yeah, I, I can understand. It's not They don't do it week in and week out. It's not how they do it. It's sad. It's not a real competition show. It's a pre-scripted competition show. But... Okay, anything else on the Mass Singer you want to talk about before we head into the shout-outs for the week? We're going to skip that last one, as we will put that on the back okay. burner for next week. talk. Do
0: you, do you have any ideas on who the harp is, as we're not going to see her until the semifinals? Because um... we think that it is Amber Riley from Glee. And I mean, I know that they haven't shown any Glee references because I think that would give it away. Um, but but that's who we think it is, and the cat one cast member has guessed that person every single week as well.
1: I think it's Jennifer Hudson.
0: Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. Okay. So we get all new singers. We won't have the harp won't be returning. We'll get all new singers and probably another three week block of when is one Tom Brady going to be go against... I don't know. Okay. I'm right, still waiting for no. Tom Brady. All right. So Mike, we're going to talk about changes to the Pro Bowl. We're going to punt that down kick that can down the road another week. Yep. Um, as nothing's going to change <laughs> so that we can wait for discussions. So Mike, any comment shout out we don't well, Do we have any comment shout outs that no. they got they got uh they got hit on for when our videos were live.
1: Yeah, it's been bouncing on and off. It's been kind of terrible. But um no, we don't have anything. So um rich okay so, you uh, have a personal shout out though we did it last I week do. we'll do it again this w- week
0: yeah i gotta wish my wife a happy birthday um so uh thanks for letting us have this time together yep um for mike and i to uh, get together and record um so we're looking forward to spending the rest of the birthday weekend um with you um and yeah just you're an awesome one. So, um,
1: yes, you are, Amy. Looking you forward are, to many, many more years. Awesome. So, um, yeah, I will echo that. Happy birthday to Amy. Uh, looking forward to, like, just, it's been great to watch you two uh, grow as a couple and, and just be as awesome as you guys have been to, for just Danielle and I, but in general, um, how much you guys have just grown as people. Uh, I love it. I appreciate that. Uh, your wife has been, I'm going to say some things rich and it's, it's going to get a little sappy, but watching the difference in you that, that, that Amy brings into your life has been an amazing thing and you would not be the man that you are if it wasn't for who you, who God brought to you as a wife and she's, she's done amazing things for you, um, and it's just been it's been great to see, and I appreciate her a ton. Uh, we were friends before you guys dated. Her and I were, um, and and I will say conversely, seeing the change that you have brought in her life has been amazing, and just the growth that you both have had uh, since your since you guys got married. Uh, it's it's been awesome. Love you two both. Uh, you guys are family to us. Rich. Now that we've wished your wife a happy birthday, people are watching us they're annoyed with how Facebook has been this week. They want to listen to the show for real. What should they do?
0: Uh, Mike, go go ahead and uh, plug in Balls and Sticks, the podcast, wherever you find your, wherever you subscribe to your other podcasts that you listen to on a weekly Mm. basis. Uh, Subscribe to us and you will can be, so you can be notified when Mike gets those episodes posted. Mm. Uh, Mike, if for some reason they're, they're annoyed with Facebook, and they just kind of want to watch the live feed on a different platform. Where else can they find us?
1: You can find us on YouTube. And the video there will be better this week than Facebook was. So check us out there.
0: Yeah, wherever you uh, watch our watch our show or listen to the show, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. So, Mike, with all that being said, what's it time to do? Is it time to roll the outro? It is, Mike. Go ahead and press that button. We'll talk at you yeah. next week. podcasting live from
1: somewhere in iowa this is bald and Dick the podcast with your hosts mike and rich